All right, we're rolling. We're rolling. Hello, welcome to Table in the Basement. My name is Josh. My name's Jared. And this with us this week, we have motivation to film an motivation. episode, record yeah. an episode. So, Whoops. here we are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the night we're recording this, we just put up a new episode. So, uh, a it's, little bit of a break, yeah. weird time of year, but no worries. You'll support our troops. You'll get it. Yeah. Really the only risk I could think having not being a constant every week thing is that we give people the chance to realize they don't need us. <laughs> or I was going to say, they'll be like, wow, there's actually 30-some episodes. I need to catch up. Oh, wow. Yeah. Look at all this. <laughs> High-quality content. High-quality, abundant content is just too much to handle. But, yeah, here we are. In the basement, once again, coal burners going, weather's a-changing. It is. We're about to have an Arctic blast. Is that what that... Not, like, freezing cold, but tomorrow I think it's, like, in the 20s to start. Oh, that's unfortunate. That's... Could be worse. An Arctic blast. (laughs) I feel like it's... It's so overkill considering what we're going to get in, like, a month or so. Exactly. Oh, it's 20 is average in a month or so, but it's an Arctic blast in November, so... Yeah. Or cold Gotta front. Love that. Yeah. Really anything to make my dad jump off the deep end. Oh, really? Like, the number, like, just anytime, like, the slightest bit of weather comes our way, like, anytime I go to do anything, my dad, like, gives me, like, this one that's saying, hey, the roads might be bad. Like, then, they get, like, it sprinkles, and, like, I spend the whole day stressed out that the roads might be bad, but then it sprinkles a little bit. Like, <laughs> dad. Now, is he is he someone that really over-prepares? Like, if there's a big storm coming, he's like, we need to go out and get the milk and bread. We are, we always have so much stuff in my house on hand, like, that is true. We're you regularly do. feeding four or five people. You guys are so like, not hoarders. You just have a lot of we food. We just stored. have a lot of food there just because we eat a lot of food because we're one, a lot of people live in my house. Two, we have no self control. So add those two things together, we are just constantly ready for any sort of Arctic blast. Yeah. Or... <laughs> Bless you, Jared. Thank you. <laughs> kind of sounded like an elephant. Anywho. Anywho. <laughs> On to the first topic. All right. Do you want to take it off? Would you like me to take it off? I'd like you to. Start. All right. Um, I guess we'll just keep things light going off the bat. So here's just one question I've asked my girlfriend recently is, what is your favorite place to have an itch? So where in your body is your favorite place to have an itch? Favorite place. Like, if now, you're like, man, I really wish that this body part itched right Caveat. Now. Or uh, question, I guess I should say. Um, can this itch be scratched? Yes. Oh, yeah, that's the point. Okay. Yes, it's a place that you can... Because my nose is itching, and I, it gives me, like, uh, terrible flashbacks of getting, like, haircuts, and, and I don't want to move. Yep, that was me today. Nose. That was me today. My, I had the same thing. I had, like, I had them do the blow dryer, but they didn't do it very well. So, like, I just had, like, a pound of hair just laying right on my nose. Like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> but now that I go... Well, when I do get a cut, which is only occasionally, I go to a salon, so I don't have that problem anymore. I go to, like, a super cuts or a great clips, like, at one of those chain salons, so (laughs) I keep it simple. My hair is a little more maintenance, I feel like. Mine is just do something with it. Yeah. Like, after this question, we'll talk about, we can talk about haircuts and stuff, because I can go on a while about Well, I have to be able to do the windmill when I'm playing. For me, I just hate having it happen just because I feel like really ill-prepared to answer their questions. But we'll get to that. Where's your favorite place to have an itch, Jared? Okay. Um, well, it's definitely not the nose, as I'm having this right now. Uh, 
I would say the most satisfying itch. Hmm. See, it depends because I love when you have an itch on your back and someone scratches it or you're able mm-hmm. to get it scratched. But man, when you have an itch there and there's you're like contorting <laughs> your spine to try to get it, it's a nightmare. So tentatively, if someone's there to help you out, the back. Okay. Um, if not, the chest. Okay. So oh, okay. Scratch at the I chest. It's a it's an underappreciated yeah, so one. I was thinking. Mine was going to be the top of the head because I'm somebody that likes to run their hands through their hair. So, like, when yeah. I itch that, it just naturally turns into me just, like, kind of, like... Have you ever used one of those scalp massagers? I have. It's like a, weird, a spider. Like, it's yeah. incredible. Strange. It's, it's incredible. brought up by my girlfriend recently about putting one of those on a baby because babies are already, like, writhing little... I don't even know how to describe them. They're, like, writhing little, like, subhumans. So, like, mm-hmm. if you put that on their head, it's, I don't... You just watch them absolutely fall apart. But... I can believe that. Now, another one, so I just thought about this in the moment. It's a little bit immature sounding, but the butt. A good butt scratch when you're by yourself, I don't, for me, I love it. Okay. Like I get home from work, like I'm wearing like slacks all day, like my underwear. Like, here's a small side note. In my life, the fancier, nicer clothes I wear, the more my underwear bunch up. Oh, and yeah. It's just a reality that I, I don't know if this is a thing that other people deal with, but just constantly my boxer briefs are just always riding up my leg and, like, getting weird in the back and, like, getting wedgies. So, like, getting those off and just, like, taking, like, a nice, like, a hot minute to give yourself a good butt scratch. Just, like, uh-huh. right there on the cheek. Just, I don't know. I didn't mean I don't to know. go. <laughs> I, wear, I wear really skinny jeans, so I feel like they uh, just stay in place. Uh-uh. You're not going anywhere. Nothing moves. Nothing is moving. It's like your entire lower body is, like, suspended in gelatin. It's what? Just, you think you're fertile? Not a chance. <laughs> just sperms are choking to death. Fused together just yeah. from proximity. All I should do is just start drinking some Mountain Dew and then I'll officially <laughs> have the chokehold on them. Woo! All right, so that was that. But now that you bring it up, I would like to talk about haircuts for a while. Okay. On my end, the thing that frustrates me is I feel all through growing up, it was always just stressful for me to go there because I never really knew what... I never knew how to answer their questions. Like, I never had a choice of my haircut. My mom always said, it's like, you will, it will be bangs here, it will be this, this. I think that's why I became so rebellious and really <laughs> grew my hair out. Just like, oh, I can Because I finally, it. finally, after graduating high school, can say, Have no, control. I want to cut my hair like yeah. this. For me, it was probably, it started like in around middle school age when like my hair started to like kind of take its shape, like. That's when, like, the jeans kicked in. Like, I have really curly and thick hair. And, like, when uh-huh. I go to, like, salons, it's just, like, especially if there's, like, an older lady doing my hair, she was always like, man, I'm really jealous of your hair. And, like, I love this hair. And it's, like, a lot of, like, really intense fondling for a little bit where they like, yeah. run my hands through my, like, I like to run my hands through my own I feel hair, the adrenaline at the I, dryer. <laughs> the whole foundation of Jared's Anywho, basement. Is so, changing. yeah, they were yeah, jealous like, of your hair. Yeah, like, they would run my hands here, and that's weird. And then, like, they asked me, like, what I want with it. And, like... Like, how do you want your hair? I'm like, cut. So, like, I feel like there's this big expectation for them to do something fun with my hair because I love my hair. Uh-huh. And then I don't answer with anything creative. I just say, I want it shorter. So it's always like, like well, how short? Like, how many inches? Like, I don't know. I don't think of my hair in inches. Like, I just yeah. want it shorter. So, like, I don't know. At the I'm, like, of- having anxiety. You just feel like, yeah, just cut it. Yeah. I'm like, that freaks me out. Yeah, like, like, no. Just, just make it shorter. I don't know. Like, I don't like it super short, but I don't like it. Well, I just, I just... Make my hair short. Like, I wish there was, like, this apparatus you can put in your hair that just, like, 
very slowly cuts everything at once, and it just, like, moves closer and closer down, and then you say stop. Okay. I feel like that would be, like, my, oh, that perfect length, I that see That would it. be good, because I'm getting a lot of split ends. I'm approaching <laughs> that nine- or ten-month mark, hmm. and, man, those ends really do split. Today was, like, my two-month without one or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Like, I go, like, month and a half, two months before I cut. So, like, I get there. And then, but, like, it gets, like, kind of gets obnoxious because it's curly and I can't comb it down in the morning. Yeah. That's why I get it cut. Like, if, honestly, like, the reason I started growing a beard is because of laziness. And I wish I could mm-hmm. do the same thing with my hair, but I just don't like it long. I will say, I'll never have my hair as long as I had it before, like, center of the back. Yeah. But I also will never wait that long to get cut because it legitimately freaked me out how much got cut off. Like, I think it got <laughs> donated because they tied it off in a thing and, hmm. like, kept the yeah. whole and, like, stowed it away. So it might have went to, went a, good to a good cause. cause. Someone, someone's wearing a weave. Somebody just has your hair in, a, like, a Jared shrine, which is all right. Honestly, too. it's okay either. Flattering. I've... Similar to you in the salon talk, in many circles, I've gotten questioned, is that my natural hair? And as I say yes, I've gotten a lot of jealous looks, yeah. or like, I, I people will tell it. you I'm so jealous. I think it's like a girl thing, because I've heard other people say, too, that they wish they had curly hair. I don't understand that wish to have a different kind of hairstyle. Like, I'd be fine if my hair was straight, because it's easier yeah. to cut. But like, I've never, never heard somebody say they wish they had straight I get, hair. I, I get comments about how like full and luscious it is, hmm. and very shiny. Mine is just like thick and curly, and people seem to like that. And I am completely yeah ambivalent to it, especially like when I have it tied up, but then I let it flow. Yeah, for like special occasions, like air humping on the dance floor. <laughs> you know, <laughs> special oh, occasions. Hey, <laughs> if someone makes me peer pressures me into doing something I don't want to do, I'm gonna turn it full 100 on them. <laughs> if someone tells me so. With that lighter. If someone, tells if someone tells me, hey, you should smoke that cigarette, I'm going to do heroin. that line of meth <laughs> and just be like, look what you made me do. <laughs> You're going to push me. I'm going to jump. All right, Jared. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So with my hair, I've at, I'm at this good place now where, like, great clips wherever it is I go. Like, they have my last Great clips or state. sports clips? Great clips, I think. Do you watch sports while getting your hair cut? No. Then it's probably great clips. Yes, great. I think that's the difference. Okay. Or is it sports cuts? Or is it super cuts? Which one do you watch sports at? Buffalo Wild Wings? Buffalo Wild Wings, Jared. No, you don't get your hair cut there. You get grease in it from the wings as you run your hand through your hair because you just don't know what to do with yourself because there's a family next to you screaming at the TV. But yeah. That's beside the point. But at Great Clips, they save my most recent haircut. Like, the length of it. So, like, there's, like, hey, do you still want this one? Like, yeah, sure, because I don't remember what I looked like, but that's fine. So, uh-huh. it's getting better, but there was a long stretch there where it was just, like, so stressful. Like, answer, like, I don't know how I want my bangs. I don't know how, like, I used to, like, have to have, like, this one barber explain to me, like, what, like, these different terms meant. And it's just, it's exhausting. Absolutely Sorry, I was exhausting. turning the helicopter down. The helico- Jared's basement helicopter was. Air hogs. Yeah, air hogs. The apartment was slowly lifting off the foundation. And yeah. Taking off towards the trees. Oh, air hogs. What a bunch of bullshit. Charge it for five days for five minutes of fun, and oh, it hit a tree and broke. Yep, hit a wall on accident because you can't <laughs> control it and it explodes. Oh, my. Literally, there's no way to land them safely. Mine had one that just said land, 
and literally what that did, you hit the button and everything just locked. The like, controller froze and it just fell to the ground. Yeah. Thud. Oh, broke. Like, all right. I like hearing Tyler's stories about when people buy drones at his undisclosed retail job. Yeah. Like people Let's just them. say it's the best place to buy <laughs> stuff. Like people will come and buy expensive drones. Like the first thing they do is they just fly it straight up in the air as far as they can go. And then it loses, like, it loses the connection with the remote and just plummets and explodes on the ground. Yeah. People come in like, I broke it. Like, that's because you aren't that's... the person that should have a drone. Exactly. I feel like I would just have so much anxiety with it. I would because they're expensive and hard to control. Like, I think Mythbusters had a guy on staff that was like, his job was he to was fly like drones. Licensed. Yeah. And even then, like, he made like a mistake or two sometimes because it's really mm-hmm. hard. Well, I've watched that. Uh, I forget. It was, um, well, now they have, like, a drone league, but before that, it was on a, it was a Japanese game show, usually followed Ninja Warrior, uh, but they would, like, do handstands or, like, uh, I have no idea Unbeatable Benzuke. Oh, That's yeah, what it was yeah, called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a variety show. A variety almost, show. Like a and it was like, talent for one, this of. is an obstacle course, but you have to do a handstand the entire time yep, or yep. ride a unicycle. But they had like little drones that they'd fly through that. And like I said, even the most wildly skilled people like wreck them. Yeah, what makes you think your random second grade kid, I want to fly it. Also, why do you need one? You don't. Like, if you really need something. Well, if, if you, you want, want to spy on people. Well, like, I think, like, recreationally, if you want something to fly around, just go buy a step or two up from an air hog. There are, like, there yeah. are values to, like, these, like, these. Get one at a gas like, station. Yeah. Like, you a can gas get station cheaper convenience things, store. Whatever. Side note. So, moving on. I figure we can now spend this portion of the show checking the spam. Oh, I like it. See what it. we got. At 3.07 a.m. today, we got one, so let's see. This is from a Lisa Williams. All right, here we go. Hi, dear. I was just going through the internet search. <laughs> I was going through the internet search. I was on the interweb, and I was on an internet website. You had me at dear. <laughs> I was going through the internet search when I found your email address. Why? How do you just find someone's email address? Just roaming the internet. I oh, mean, well. Uh, well, when you have illegal access to people's information, you just find so many email addresses. But yeah. I want to make a new and special friend. I'm not sure if I like where this is oh, going I love anymore. it. So I decided to contact you to see how we can make it work out or if we can. Please, I wish you will have the desire with me so that we can get to know each other better and see what happens in the future. This lady's making a pass at us, Jared. Oh, oh my goodness. My name is Lisa. Hubba, hubba. So my name is Lisa, and then several spaces. Williams. We know Lisa. That must be her. Same Lisa from high school? I was going to say the one from college. We know one from college? I don't know, maybe. You <laughs> from high school? I don't know, Jared. But anyways, my name is Lisa, and then several space bars, Williams. I am an American, but presently I live in the U.K., Ugh. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the UK is very generous where you live, but yeah. I will be glad to see your reply. But That's like for saying, us to I know. live in the United States. <laughs> <laughs> I live in, the, in like robot voice, United States. <laughs> I will be glad to see your reply for us to know each other better, to exchange pictures and details about us. Contact me through my private email address and then lisawilliams002 at yahoo.com. So a special... Um, invitation for our guests. 
It's not a challenge because I feel like we would be held responsible if it's a challenge, but an invitation. Like, if you would bring it upon yourself to email yeah. Lisa at lisawilliams002 at yahoo.com, please let us know how it goes. Yeah. So, yeah, she seems to be interested about... It sounds like she wants suggestive pictures. Yeah. Well, I don't... Jared, why are we <laughs> jumping to that conclusion? Well, why go through steps one and two when we can go right to three? That's like six, Jared. Oh. I feel like you have to... I just, all right. So anyways, let's go back to the start of the spam folder. October 8th is when the spam That's pretty recent, but all right. So here's one entitled, Please Respond Urgently. Ooh. Oops. Hope you're not dead. This is from Ahmed. So, hello. With due respect, I need your urgent assistance in transferring the sum of 11300000 United States dollars. Oh, that's a lot of immediately money. Immediately to your private account where this money can be shared between us. The money has been here in our bank, lying dormant for years now without anybody coming for the claim of it. I want to release the money to you as the relative to our deceased customer, the account owner, who died along with his family since 16th October. Wait, what? I want to release the money to you as the relative to our deceased customer who died along with his family. Like, not along, along uh-huh. with his family since the 6th of October 2005. I don't fully understand. What is with the whole family getting killed? I don't know, but it's, well, it's been happening since 2005, apparently. So I don't, I mean, it's been a drawn out process. Haven't they watched a Disney movie? You pick one parent and then you move on. Well, in this particular situation, this has just been a very long drawn out purging of this particular group of people, I guess, since 2005. So the banking law here does not allow such money to stay more than 14 years because the money will be recalled to the bank treasury account as unclaimed funds. By indicating your interests, I will send you the full details on how the business will be executed. Please respond urgently and delete if you are not interested. Like, throw this message or it will blow up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that was something. All right. We'll do one more. All right. Here is from Marcy. And the name of this email is just re with a colon. I don't know what that means, but we'll find out. Well, let's hear her out. Well, this is a short one. Please consider this mail with all seriousness as I seek for your partnership in a business transaction. Should you be interested, kindly reply me for more details. Reply me. That was it for that one. I don't know what I'm replying for or what, but there's a business opportunity. So. All right. Well. On the suspicious scale, I rated it at a very, very moderate 8 out of 10. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it gives me a little yeah. bit of the heebie-jeebies thinking of getting in touch with this person. So, so yes, that was the spam folder. Um, got some lots of business opportunities and one very interested suitor. So Yes. Things are developing here in the basement. Very exciting. Very right. exciting. Now, what's the picture we're going to send? <laughs> a very fake smile. Um, I don't know, a picture of the table. Yeah. That's the thing. There's two of us. Where do we, like... A table with our hands at it, like... I mean, technically, we could send, like, a picture of Mike or, like... Yeah. Anybody that's been in some way associated with us, but... Yeah. True. So, hmm. yeah. Moving on, for those of you that decide to send Lisa an email, let us know how it goes, and if it seems like it's a little bit more substantial than we thought, please let us know, because we're always looking for... Someone to partner with us in life. Yeah. <laughs> we come as a tandem. We come as a tandem. 
<laughs> All right, moving on. Jared, what yeah. do you have for us? Well, I just kind of... So this past weekend, played the uh, last show of the year for the, my band. We're taking a little time and like working on a full album. So mm-hmm. it was kind of like a nice way to close off the year. Yes. And it was an awesome show. Like, really packed, lots of energy, hmm. sold merch. But, my God, the bands we played with, like... People consider what we listen to or what we play as heavy, but as my friend described it, he's like, I had never heard of any of the bands when I came here to see you, but I just looked at the flyer and saw the font, and I immediately knew what type of bands these would be. (laughs) He's like, yep. Like, heavy bands have, I know we're talking about that The more either gorish or illegible the font Yes. The heavier the band is. Like, this is just pretty much a roll of thumb. If you see someone's logo and you're like, hey, I wonder what they're like, look at it. Your first step is, is it legible? So. Now, as I saw Jared enter Spotify, I saw in his recently played Blippi's Volume 2. Yes. So <laughs> my nephews love Blippi. They are big Blippy fans. I feel like we almost have to close out the show with a Blippy song. Do we have to? I hear them so much. But our audience doesn't. Yeah, but I'm an excavator. He has an album about <laughs> machines, garbage trucks, fire trucks. Um, so, yeah. But I, uh, I don't know. So the band we played with, I forget where they're from. Either California. They're, they're from somewhere else. But I'm going to give you... So my my dad always says, why do you play that screaming crap? And I just, like, showed him a little preview. I was like, hey, Dad, it, it could be worse. It could be a lot worse. It could be, uh, it could be this. And then I just gave him that look that you're giving me, and I said, gentlemen. Gentlemen. <laughs> and he said, son. Yes. So that was Rings of Saturn. In yes. Case you really felt that that, that, that really clicks really, with you. Really tickles your fancy. Really. Yeah. But then it's like, as my recommendations, it's like, oh, if you like that, then you should maybe listen to Beneath the Massacre. Thy art is murder. Fit for an autopsy. Which... I don't know a lot about autopsies, but I take it to be, to fit, be for fit for an autopsy. You have to be dead. You have to be dead. You really have to be dead. And it helps if it's under suspicious circumstances. Yeah. So <laughs> that was uh, the headlining band that we played with. And uh, all the other ones on the tour package were pretty much like that. Pretty and then there was the Art of Deception. Yes. But, I mean, for as much as we weren't as heavy as that, actually still got like really good fun positive interaction people still liked it so it was a nice fun way to close out a year of shows yeah but say you guys have been busy lately yeah so it'll be nice it'll be nice to take i mean it's not much of a break i guess we're basically just gonna be in studio mode yeah, finishing well, up an album i guess but it'll be nice not having to drive, having to drive equipment a trailer and, and 
Yeah. Spending the, the entire evening, like, setting up the equipment and then playing for, Just like, to play for, 20, like, 30 minutes. And then, yeah. And then watching other bands as you clean up your equipment. Yes. And load it into the cold night. Yes, and drive back hours because there's not really many places around here to play. Exactly. <laughs> so, that's the part where it's like, you know what? I'm, I'm due for a fine. good break. This is fine. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Excellent. But yeah, so that was that was my weekend, but I couldn't believe how packed the show was. Mm-hmm. Like Yeah. That doesn't happen very often with like these locally sort of shows that I know of. I, but I guess it's like these bands don't come around the area hardly ever. Fair especially so yeah, that genre. I, guess I you're think right. it was one of those like there were so many people that were mind blown that the package even yeah. came through that area. Mm-hmm. So I mean it was it was packed. We had to sell tickets and we sold like sixty three or sixty four. It's impressive. We actually got money back. Yeah. That's and impressive. sold merch. Yeah, so I guess that's a note on the Pennsylvania music scene. Most of especially like where we're at, like this central PA is not a metal scene. It's not really a music not scene. Not really scene in, in general, general, but like the music, like if you go place to hear music, it'll probably be like bluegrass or country. Or, yeah. Or like, like maybe a local like a bar. rock a rock cover band. Like that's maybe. what you can expect yeah. to find as far as like live acts, but yeah. very little metal scene really, which is weird because like Lancaster is not that far away and Lancaster's like where ABR comes from, and ABR is still very much a relevant, very I mean, relevant band. Like there is Grammys. some in Lancaster, but apparently, from the conversations I've had with bands in other local scenes, they've said metal in their area isn't really popping yeah. either. It's definitely changed. Like it used to be. Like I think when we were up in high school, it was relatively doing okay in the yeah. area. Well, it's funny because our guitarist, like we like, were watching the crowd as. Uh, I might have been while Rings of Saturn was playing. I can't remember which. It was one of the bands. And he literally looks over and says to me, I feel like I'm back in 09 right now at <laughs> a local show. I was like, me too. It's interesting. Because people don't go out to... But, I mean, it was also a tour package that I guess you had the name. But that was... I did not expect for a style like that in an area where... Yeah. You struggle to even get people to come out to a show mm-hmm. to see like over like three hundred people at a show. I guess the scene's not necessarily dead; it's just in like a a medically induced coma. I don't and know. From time to time, it'll surface for a little bit to say hi, but then it'll go back into the coma. It's also probably because there's just like an oversaturation. Also true. There's, like I said, there's just so many bands. Even in that style, like you just saw the name of lists and it, I, we watched, uh, so I stayed for like 30 minutes and here's my take, final take on it for like Rings of Saturn, the talent it takes to play like that crazy chaotic guitar mm-hmm. work and the speed of the drums and even the vocals, insane, like talented beyond all measure. Yeah. They played for 30 minutes. Well, they played for longer than that. We stayed for 30 minutes. I could not tell you where one song ended and one yeah. began. That's, I just kind of zoned out as I watched them true. do yeah, chaotic they, yeah, tapping. Yeah, like musically, like these people like have talent. I've definitely put time into their craft. It's just <clears throat> the songs themselves don't It's just so much. chaotic. Yeah. It's structured. Yeah. It's, well, to me, it's not structured. I'm sure there is a structure to the song. Otherwise, they wouldn't be able to play it. Yeah. But it's like, I can't follow it. Yeah. 
and I can't understand the vocals because even like the screaming, it just sounds like yeah, 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 yeah. Which that's fine. It is. It's talented. The the range, the highs and lows. I guess that's an important note for people that like don't listen to that music. Like to scream like that correctly, it actually takes talent. Yeah. Like it takes you, like you like if you don't use like technique, you will destroy no, your vocal yeah. Like you will like hurt your vocal cords. And to do a full tour, yeah, like play day after day after day, like yeah, you actually it's a craft. Yes, yeah, so it, it, it really is. The best way to do it, and like yeah, it takes practice and like learning how to do it. It is on. It. It's honestly like a singer having to like work to not blow out their vocals. Yeah. It's the same exact thing. But yeah, it's interesting. I get why it's not a very widely listened to. <laughs> I do too. I understand it. So it's kind of interesting though, because like you have genres like that, like yeah, like that's like on like the more extreme end. But like growing up as somebody like from like youth groupy church backgrounds, like the idea that like Skillet was a heavy band, yeah, it's just like it's still funny to me. Or like, like oh, yeah, uh, what people so would be like, yeah, do you listen to like anything heavy? Oh, like Three Days Grace or Breaking Ben? Yeah, and it's like. <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay. I guess. <laughs> hard rock. Yeah, hard rock. It's, it's hard, I guess. I hard guess. Rock, but no, you have But No. I don't think you understand. Not quite the same. Not even. That's what I said. Close. Like, they make even the some of the bands I listen to seem more tame. Yeah. I don't know. But I just, like I said, as far as that chaotic, grimy stuff, I love I Wrestled a Bear once, but I think the reason I like them is because they have structure and they don't just play that for an entire song. Like, they'll have chaotic parts like that, especially yes. in their older records, but then they'll go into something that's... Yeah, it's not just that. It's not just that. Yeah. Which is, like, it's, like, it's weird for me because, like, I enjoy listening to it sometimes, so, like... Yeah. Mathcore is another, like, one of yes. those, like... Like, metal is in so many, like, obscure mathcore, subgenres. So, mathcore is, like, uh, I want to say, like, Dillinger Escape Plan. Um, yeah, like, Jared Schumann Band Frontiers, which Frontierer. I, like... When I heard it, like, I liked it a lot. Like, yeah, this is pretty cool. And then, like, I went, like, listened to it on Spotify. And, like, it was, it was that problem where, like, everything kind of runs together. And, yeah. like, it's impressive, but it's just not something I see myself, like, ever yeah. wanting to, like, purchase onto, like, my iPod. Like, oh, I, like... Time to time on Spotify is fine, but mm-hmm. other than that... I think there's, like, a Tony Danza tap dance extravaganza or something. That sounds like, like a, a band that's in that style as well. And I mean, it's... Band name. I... It's just some chaotic stuff. Norma Jean might have been in that style as well. Okay. I don't remember. So but, never like... But, Jean. yeah, that, that math core, math metal, whatever, it is, like, that definition of chaotic everywhere. Yeah. And there's, like, Grindcore, which is also... That's the other thing. I'm getting confused because there's... Now there's, there's so now there's many. sub-chaotic genres. Oh, my gosh. Like, I remember I used to just lump it in. Yeah, that's Grindcore. But now it's like, well, no, you see, it's not because that's actually more Mathcore in this. Yeah, like, it's... Where that's more of a... Th- and it's, it's really like, hard I'm for lost. me to keep up with because there's, like, yeah, there's... With the metal genre, there's so many different subcategories now. Like, you have, like... Back in the day, like, I thought it was, like... So you have, like, metal... And, like, that was, like, what I thought. Like, no, metal is, like, you're a Metallica, like, you're more, cla- like, traditional, like, old yeah. school stuff. Or th- like, you're more thrash there. Yeah. But if you're, like, corn, no, you're the new metal. Yeah, or, like, like new Park. metal. And then you have, like, metal core with, like, Devil's Parada and things like that. And then you have, like, so, like, there's, like, post-hardcore, which is different from that. Yeah. 
There's like post hardcore, and then there's hardcore, and then there's mathcore, and then there's grindcore, and then there's splattercore. Yeah, that's like guar. Yeah, that's like guar. Like guar has like almost like their own thing just because like they spray penis <laughs> cans on people. I, yeah, it's called splattercore because they have a giant penis cannon that sprays. Well, it's not just a giant penis I cannon. They also mostly, shoot blood. They also shoot blood, and they dress like aliens. Yeah, give them some credit. <laughs> give them some credit. <laughs> yeah, there's just so many, and it's like it's hard to keep up with. It. Yeah, it's hard to like just like what's. Even weirder about it is, like, people are snobs about that. Yeah, that's... There are some metal snobs about, like, genre classification. Well, and that's, like, especially... So, I guess, um, what a lot of these bands... So, like, like what Rings of Saturn and some of those other ones I named, they, a lot of times they just get lumped into a full, like, deathcore. Yeah. So, but... I have not never... to be confused with melodic death metal or melodic death core. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't get confused with that. Come on, get your shit together. <laughs> All real terms, not making yeah. these things up. You no, know, I know <laughs> for but the like, audience. So like death core, um, I have never seen so like, it is very loyal, adamant, passionate fans of that style that will shit on anything else yes. that, and if one of the bands that they like comes out with a like lighter Even, style, yeah, lighter. there are people whose heads will just explode. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, like Whitechapel is one of the bands that really drifted away. Like when you listen to their old stuff compared to what they've put out, mm-hmm. what we would actually consider more listenable and actually yes, like good. oh hey, this is a song. <laughs> oh hey, I actually like this. Like yeah, there's just some some there old school people that are like the old audience. It's very livid. Yeah. Which is, like, one of those things, like, as a band, you might take note of, but now you have double the audience, and, like, you're still... Yeah. Well, and the other thing is, I think it's also turning around with, like, social media and artists interacting. Like, there's at least a chunk of your audience that'll respect the fact that an artist grows over Mm -hmm. the years. Like, even that Rings of Saturn one I played... That was, I think, an older one. Some of their other stuff isn't quite as chaotic yeah, like or a little different. Because... There could be someone from those first couple albums like, fuck, they've, they've completely abandoned their sound. They betrayed us. And it's like, no. Calm down. Like, there's only an artist has the right to explore. Like, you got to think about when they started making music to where they are now, especially for some of these bands that are, like, over 20 years old or, like, approaching that mark, like a band like Silverstein, are you really going to shit on them if they... Have changed. Have changed up a little bit stylistically and lyrically? I don't know if a guy in his late 30s, early 40s wants to sing about cutting his wrists or dousing himself in gasoline like he may have in his 20s or late teens. Yeah, things change. Like, you're not going to keep writing songs forever about breakups you have. You're going to move on. Yeah. Like, that's, like, a pop genre. It's, like, in, like, the metal genre. Like, like as like even, like, here's the point. Even as somebody that likes that genre, like, sometimes it runs together for me. Yeah. So playing in a band like that, you're going to want to change it up because that gets boring. Yeah. Like, all right, let's write a new album. And we're gonna oh, even this. from our, it's- like, first EP to the, like, second one and the singles we've done and even, like, the album stuff we're writing... Like, we've even noticed there's probably some people that'll like it and some that don't. But it's like, either way, we can't deny this is, like, this is much more developed. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's just, like, a natural transgression. Like, I'm sorry, we have some new members now. Like, 
time has passed. Some people decided, hey, I don't want to do this anymore. So then you have someone else in and you put in their influences. I think that's the other thing a lot of people forget. You just see a band name and often yeah, forget. Bands have turnover. Insane amount yeah. of turnover. It's very rare when you have a band where it's like most of the founding members say, still that's there. Like, August Burns Red is one of the few I can think of. Like, they well, had, they don't even have their founding vocalist. Well, anymore. that's the thing. Like, technically, yeah, technically, their founding vocalist was there for one album, but like the like last EP like five have been like the yeah, same. The same one like, guy. like even other than that, it's like the same. AFI's like, been the same lineup since '97 or '98. Yeah, like, that's an anomaly. It but doesn't happen. Davey is technically the only original one since '91. Yeah, and it's like, well, how do you expect? Like, even, yeah, even like that long. That's insane. Like, that, five oh, insane. years is an amazing time to keep a full like the same lineup. Yeah. It doesn't happen often because no. music industry, it takes a lot out of you. Well, and it's a turnover. Yeah. It, it's one of those, yeah, you're not so much, you're not valued as individuals, you're valued as a brand. Yeah. Like, they don't care about necessarily the individual's members of the band. Like, a big label's not going to care. They're going to care what music is getting put out and is it making us money. Yes labels why do you think everyone i know we talked about it uh the last, the last episode. episode but why do you think so many execs turned a blind eye or it willfully ignored the r kelly stuff because Money. he was making them millions every year yeah so it's just like yeah i don't know it's silly to like hold so tight to it like like you have the songs that you like still, like they're not going yeah. away. And it's it, like it's like going to the store and buying the same puzzle over and over again. And yeah, then bringing it home. Like, why would you buy the same puzzle? You had that puzzle already. You made that puzzle. Yeah, enjoy that puzzle the way it is. Why are you going to go about and I, buy the same puzzle again? Just I like think enjoy the other yeah. like big prime example because I hear about it so much just because of the style we've like grown up to and listened to. I was never into their old stuff, uh, Bring Me the Horizon, mm-hmm. but, like, what they went from back then to what they are now, it's it's pretty much, like, more of a pop, yeah, mainstream, it a good bit. progressive rock. And, like, it's the, same, it's the same thing with, like, a lot of, like, popular pop bands yeah. now, because, like, you have, like, what's it, Light Them Up? Uh, oh, Fall Out yeah, Boy? Yeah, so Fall Out yeah. Boy, yeah, Fall Out Boy was, like, a pretty, like... Pop punk band punk, back yeah. in the day, and they've changed like a lot to like pretty much pretty pop. poppy it's stuff. Just pop, yeah, like, yeah, lots of bands like Paramore too. Yeah, oh, like lots of bands yeah. change over time, and and that's I don't know. That's my thing where I'm not necessarily like oh I don't care for that music as much now. But I'm not just gonna say you need to make an old record back to your roots if they don't want to. Like those artists have grown and developed. I would rather it be you're making music you like. And then you play some of those old ones and you see them then, then just be like, hey, we're going to force you to do the same thing over and over and over again. It's another time where I'm going to equate actions to children. Yes. Like that's, I know. I want to play peekaboo. All right. I did peekaboo as someone, as do a, it again. As a, as I a, want uh, peekaboo. As a avid blippy listener. <laughs> Kids just love repetition. Like, don't be a kid anymore. Listen to different things and enjoy. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, once again, you have the songs. Enjoy that song. Why do you want the same songs again, but just with a different title? Exactly. Because it's what I like. Well, that's fine. Well, because then... I don't know. It's it's hypocritical because then when a band, if they were to do that, someone would just be like, well, it's, it's, it's uninspired. Yeah. They're not even trying anymore. It's just the same plug and chug formula. It's like, all right. 
So if they do something very different, are you going to shit on it? Like, your average, like, uneducated music critic. Like, the person, like, doesn't really have... like, like, like me, like someone like me, if I was full of myself and mm-hmm. thought my opinion has weight on, mu- yeah. on the music scene, like that's what it's like. Cause like, I don't understand how music works. I don't understand how like the process works. I just know what I like to listen to. And if I don't like what I listen to, I'm going to crap on it. Like that's like the attitude and it's silly and juvenile. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you, I think it's funny people, especially on the internet, if they don't like something, how many people can't just be like, okay, I didn't like that. I'll move on yeah. and not say anything. Yeah. You like, need to hear my opinion about how much I didn't yeah, like, like your song. Like, there was one time I saw, like, it was a couple years ago, of, like, um, Parkway Drive released, like, an album. And, like, some person was, like, up and arms, like, the same, like, it was, like, he said, like, you claim that this is going to be your heaviest album yet. And, like, Parkway Drive probably, like, I don't remember saying that and stuff. Yeah. And it's, like, it wasn't heavy enough. Like, it was, like, more rocky. And people were, like, up and peeing themselves over and like remember carry on that was so heavy yeah that was also five albums yeah, ago. that was five albums ago <laughs> grow up yeah yeah that'd be like me like my oh nine self in like freshman in high school being like up in arms at grown up me and just being like dude how could you especially when like i was a metalhead how could you start listening to all these sissy bands and r&b and i'd been like uh because i recognize the talent and because i, I like it. grew a soul i like and this variety and i enjoy this and... Wait, you're listening to that indie folk shit and i'd just be like yes i am why yes sir i, I grew up <laughs> Why do you think City and Color, like Dallas Green, like so many people were like Alexis I'll on say, that's fire? That's probably How the biggest jump. And it's just like, hey, the I guy wanted has to in this. <laughs> like, he wanted to do it, and look there's where nothing him. wrong with having a variety of music. I no. think pe- there's honestly people need a variety yeah. of music. Say, and in my opinion, there's way too many people stuck in. Yeah. Let's say there is way too much good music out there to be stuck in a genre. And as much as I am a fan of metal, I will say as a former metal head, metal people can be insanely stubborn and stuck. Say, they in are exhausting. Ways. They're an exhausting and sufferable group of people at times. Many times. Especially like Now don't get me wrong. There Obviously, this isn't everybody, but it's amazing how many of the actual metal artists, like when you hear them talk, they listen to a variety of things, but then you'll have the other people in the death core or that like slam that are just only that and anything else is just weak. An abomination. <clears throat> like I will say, seeing Rings of Saturn, that was fun live. I will probably never just put that on yeah. like... Oh, you know, I'm just going to came home from a hard day of work. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say I wouldn't either. Like it's like it's, I guess it's I mean, like if workout, that's maybe you, like cool. workout music, if like if it showed up on like a you, playlist, cool. but no. Yeah, but that's, not for me. And I'm not going to shit on someone for not liking it. Yeah, it's silly. And I think another just like one more last negative thing on the metal scene is just if I ever were to go to, like, a Taylor Swift concert, I would not have to worry about somebody just, haul, like, decking me in the head. Yeah, cold-cocked, <laughs> so like, kill. Like, oh, I'm enjoying the show. Oh, dead. Like, someone just, like, struck me in the yeah. neck with full force. Yeah. I don't understand that scene either. Like, why would you? I don't know. I just don't no, understand, like, the I, pent-up regression you have in your life. Yeah. I'm, like, the I'm amount of, like, childhood trauma that, that you're like the repressing. Music, 
the the people I have a main discord with are the crowd killers, the crowd killers, but also like the rabid fans. Where it's like, if you don't like that style, then you're judged as being weak yeah. or lame or a sissy. That's when you really, I mean, people judge other styles of music way too much. I, you could argue that's guilty. People judge country very harshly yeah. based <clears> off <throat> what's played on the radio now where it's like no you got to understand it's like metal not all metal is the same not all country is the same not all pop is the same although i will say whoever coined the term pop good on you because metal with all these different genres it's getting it's a mess. really it's confusing so much easier. It's i music. <laughs> i am having a hard time really figuring out what a genre is true so i think you could say that about most fandoms though being unreasonable so like let's let's go to video games for a little bit you have the super smash bros hardcore people uh, you would like, know this better than i yeah, so, so like, elaborate so like you have like the smash bros series and like the like the biggest most memorable hit was the one that came out on the gamecube that was melee and like, okay. that game is held to such high esteem and there is like this group of like super smash bros like purists that will crap on any other game that's not Melee. Mm-hmm. It's because, like, Melee, there's, like, all, like, these... There's, like, these technical things you can do that aren't really meant to be done in, like, the way the game was designed, but people do it, and, like, they just rabbit about this game. And then, like, any, like, the last game since then, like, there's always, like, this group that compares it to Melee, and will always say Melee was the best one in the series, which I would disagree. I think the most recent one is the best one because it's the yeah. most balanced and there's the most things to do. And I don't like, know. Like, you mean we took a game and improved on yes, it? Yes, they took a game and improved on it, and they changed some <laughs> things, and they made it more approachable for everybody. Like, yeah. with Melee is, when you're good at it, you're really good at it, and there's no incentive for someone who's new to the game to play against you because it's not going to be fun. Yeah. Where, like, there's, like, there's a very, like, you can get really good at the newer ones, but there's also, like, it's a pretty easy game to get into and have fun with and do some stuff in. And, like, Mm -hmm. I'd rather have a game that's approachable than a game where, like, I have to, like, dedicate my life to getting good at. Yeah. And also, that community is vicious. Like, they, this past year, they bullied a girl out of the industry. Like, a girl, like, won a tournament with, like, a character that was really low on, like, their like tier list so like yeah. the smash bros series like people make like tier lists of like characters they think are the best and like when somebody uses a character that they don't think is the best if there's like this really weird reaction to it and this time a girl won a major tournament with like this character that people didn't like and they bullied this girl relentlessly yeah. you know, a little like a high school middle school high school age girl bullied to the point where she doesn't play anymore there's a difference between like being passionate and being a monster being a douche yeah <laughs> like I get it, you liked that game, but honestly, if you're at a level where you're bullying someone out of it, you need your head checked, or you need to put down a game and get help. Yeah, so like, let's, let's look at, so, Logan, who's been on the show, Logan loves Melee, and he's pretty good at Melee, but yeah. Logan doesn't crap on the other games, and he plays the other games and has fun. Like, that should be the goal of somebody that plays those games. Like, exactly. Okay, great. You like this one, that's awesome. Stop being a jerk about the other ones. Yeah. It's like reading, all right, I love the Sorcerer's Stone, but anybody that reads The Prisoner of Azkaban is an idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're not reading The Sorcerer's Stone, what are you doing? You're just wasting your time. Yeah. Like it's like the similar attitude. It's so silly. I love it. <laughs> Small side note. I, no, that's, that's pretty awesome. All right, so moving on. Sorry, I didn't expect that to 
be as long of a topic, hey, but fandom, whatever. Man. It's something no, get- I, I do get, because, like, I don't really have many passions in life. So I don't know if I can call music a passion, but it's probably, if it's not, it's the closest thing I'll yeah. ever have I to a passion. Cereal. Um, so, like, I do, and and I will say, like, going to, like, a festival like Bonnaroo, and meeting all the people I did in college, like, it made me realize I do like these other genres. When, like, I set my bias aside, it's like I realized when I stopped being stubborn. Yeah. I realized, like, no, you actually, there's so many elements in this that incorporate things that I like. Like, I don't know. I just, I really... I wouldn't change anything because at the same time I grew from it and I learned how to be like appreciate all the different styles. But I wish I wouldn't have been so judgmental about like styles. Mm -hmm. Like if a certain band came on, like their music video came on, I was like, oh man, that's not heavy enough or like that's heavy enough. This isn't like a this isn't like a low. Like I remember back in the day, yeah, when I was getting into like. So, as I transitioned, I kept System of, like, System of a Down, I still listen to and stuff. But as I, like, got into, like, Lamb of God and, like, some of those really heavy, like, Slipknot. Yeah, I remember a music video for Modest Mouse came on, and I was like, this Trash. isn't heavy. And then it was like, <laughs> now I look back, I was like, oh, my God. I no, know, I did the same thing That was an amazing song. Like, that's an amazing band. I was stuck in that for a little while, too, I remember. And I think it was, like, later in college where, like... Pop punk started to become a little bit more appealing to me because, like, before metal, I was like, I liked Reliant K a lot and like yeah. some of like those like weird goofy pop punk bands, and then like I started to like like them again. So like that started to break me up, and then Gorillaz I think was like shattering the barrier for me. Like Demon Days album by the Gorillaz was like, all right, there's music, go, and like that yeah. was when things just like exploded for me. So but I think I was in the same place as you were. I will say one thing: as much as I as I can't stand like some of the loyalists. I do wonder, and this is me being open to it, for some of them, if they're under a certain age, like maybe they're still in high school, you know what? If you're still stubborn in that and hate other genres, you get more of leeway because I was a similar yeah. way. Well, that's also your brain's not done developing. It's, yeah. It's <laughs> like still... the grown people that crowd kill at a concert yeah. where it's like, you're old enough to know better, so You're sir. 35 and you just hit an 18-year-old in the head. Yeah. Because you have a weird and as repressed awful memory and as from a childhood. Ridiculous as that incident. sounds, I have witnessed things. Oh like yeah, that. I've seen people. Yeah, like we were at a Born of Osiris show where like there was like a drop, like a group of like younger kids just like there on the side and like some dude just fought backhanded a kid. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, it was terrifying. It was uh, you like, could hear the thud yeah. through the music, and like the kid like knocked on the ground, like tears in his eyes for good reason. Like the guy's yeah. arm wrapped around his head. Yeah, and like there was like no one at that show either. It's like why? Or why at did that you sing fireworks like, at Warped Tour? Yeah, that, that kid too. That got punched in the head. Like, there was like some yeah, we Old were at, man, at like Warped Tour. There was like an older guy. He was like, like in his late thirties. Yeah, early it was 40s. like Mosh like. He like gave like I was like just standing there not paying attention. He like gave me a good shove, knocked me down. Then like there's another guy like he like he just went sort of punched in the side of the head. Like what are you doing? Yeah. What is the matter with you? Fireworks sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you getting so excited over this? Not because of the genres. They're a band. I don't think they're good. And like you're getting way too aggressive and violent. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I don't know. That was ironic. Yeah. So, anyways, that was. How about that? Just so silly. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I so yeah. If you're young, I get it. Sometimes you click with a certain style, and and for me, I was when I was at a very impressionable age, like metals really clicked. And especially because I wanted to be different from my sisters as I was growing up and trying to find my own identity. Yeah. So I, like, latched onto it hard. But thankfully, I didn't stay that way and opened up. To say, once again, for those of you out there, really everybody, everybody that listens, there is just so much good music There's out there. There's so much good music. I started listening to more of it. And, like, you can still, like, it makes the music, like, my current, like, me as a, someone that likes that heavier genre, like, when I go back and I find new bands, it makes me enjoy them more. So, it's like, on Spotify, some, like, stuff that, like, a genre that I don't listen to quite as much anymore, some new bands showed up. I'm like, hey, I like this a lot because, like, I've been doing other stuff since then. So, like, yeah. it, it freshened it up. So, let's go on Spotify, go on, like, your streaming platforms for music. And really, yeah, honestly, just, just do broad genres. Say, there is just, like, there's so much good music. Enjoy yourself. Like, it's a good time. Yeah. Expand your music taste. There's just so much good stuff out there. Yeah, if you'd have told me I would be listening to, like, ambient alternative stuff or electro-pop, like, churches yeah. or Fanagrams. say, like, Fanagrams is, like, my cool kid. Like, when I drive around, I, like, put in Fanagrams. That's when, like, I feel like a cool kid. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's what I mean. That's like my cool kid music. They got some... Like, yeah. I don't know. I could talk all day about music, but I won't. <laughs> because... I don't want to. <laughs> I can distract this a little bit. So here's an interesting story that I found the other day on the news. This is about a cannibal colony of ants in a nuclear bunker. Okay. So here's so it's really interesting. It was like over in like um like jungle Eastern Europe. Like oh, there was like a like a there was a um like a nuclear shelter, since like a bunker. Okay. And there was a group of ants that had like a colony near the bunker. And over a long period of time, like, worker ants kept falling into the bunker over and over and over through, like, a little bit of a crack, and they couldn't get out because, like, the bunker was sealed. Okay. And, like, at one point, there was, like, this, like, investigative team that found this, and they thought it was interesting, and then they left, and, like, they kept the bunker sealed. And then all these years later, they came back, and, like, the colony was thriving of, like, these just these worker ants. So, like, it's, right. what's interesting about it is they've had no way to breed because it was just worker ants. Like, there was no queen in the colony. Yeah. So, like, yeah. it was this group of ants that, like, so many were falling through, but they were stuck in there that they were just, like, resorting to cannibalism to keep themselves alive, but their numbers were still growing. So, like, it's really interesting. Huh. So, like, yeah, like they, like, they opened the market and they found, like, this thriving colony of, like, cannibalistic ants that were just, like, these male workers. All right. Yeah, so that was, that's my story. I just thought that was interesting. No, it's, that is. Yeah. Dude, nature documentaries are another thing that, oh, so good. I like. Uh, I thought at first when you mentioned like the ants, you were gonna. I remember it was a Planet Earth, I believe, where it talked about like, if you've ever played The Last of Us, you'll mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about. Like that spore fungus that. Yeah attaches into an ant's brain and makes them do all these crazy things and then, like, sprouts out and pops in. Yep, like, like yeah, like, so, like, the ants will get infected by this, like, weird fungus that'll, like, control their brain a little bit. Yeah. And then eventually, like, it, like, X-File style, like, explodes from their head and they die. And, like, they have, like, this little And then it growing. shoots all their spores yeah. everywhere to infect other yeah, ants. Yeah, it's weird. It's so weird. And other insects. And it's, it's like, ah! I don't know. I... I had never heard of that until afterwards. I was like, this sounds like something out of, like, a zombie or, like, a of like a fantasy. Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't real. And then, this, oh, there it's actually real. is yeah. something in nature that does that. That explodes from 
animals' heads and then makes other it animals It controls get their it. brain and makes them, yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. Terrifying. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. terrifying. Well, yeah. It's like when I watch that and I say, ha, oh, thank goodness I live in a first world country <laughs> and have all these nice luxuries. All these nice luxuries. I'm not going to get infected by a weird yeah. brain-eating fungus that explodes from my head. Exactly. <laughs> that would be a shame because I feel like you would like <clears throat> it would happen at like trivia and you would get the whole bar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, if we were ants in the trivia bar, yeah, it was a fungus. Yeah, everyone's contaminated. No doubt. Yes. So, small side story. thought that was really, really weird and fascinating. No, it is. All right. Do you have any other topics for us, Jared, as we move forward with the show? Um, let me double check if there was anything pressing for tonight. Oh, well, I guess not because whenever... Uh, my phone updated without my consent, and I think I lost a bunch of notes. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Like, that's why I'm glad my phone can't update anymore. Perks I of thought, having a non I thought mine couldn't model. either, but apparently mine's the last one that can oh. for many of them. Oh, it's this time is coming. Yeah. Like, I feel like how put together your phone case is is how much longer you have to like accept updates on your phone like mine's pretty yeah. raggedy now so like that means like i also cannot update it it's like yours is starting to get there too like yeah it's breaking I, open a little bit i'm so imagining think... yeah i'm imagining it'll happen soon so unfortunately i can't really i guess the big one for me was that that show in the crowd and like the music stuff yeah, we talked yeah, about. Yeah. So I'm proud that mine took up a good amount of time. Yeah. So, yes, I am open to any topics, any ideas. All right. Well, here's just like a small one, just kind of distract us a little bit. This is just something I said about the other day. Describe your job in like one social interaction. Like, like, what are, like, some, like, like, some, like, describe your job. Like, what is, like, a social interaction example you could give them that would describe it? So, like, here's an example for me to give you an idea. So, as a substitute teacher, here's a social interaction I would have with kids to, like, sum up my day. Hey, do your work. No. Okay. Like, me. Hey, do your work. Kid. No. Me. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's nothing I can do about this. Yeah. Like, describe your work day in, like, one interaction. It depends. First part of my day is... Sounds good. As in, just follow the instructions. Sounds good. Second part of the day, because I said so. It's like completely flops. Yeah. You go from the person taking orders to the person giving orders. Yeah. Oh, oh. kids. Oh, kids. Kids. So I had an interesting day on Friday. I had some kids. I don't understand the attitude. Like, it's a very, like, going to school is a very simple process. You just go and do the work that you're supposed to do. And don't be a jerk. Like, you can talk and you can have a good time. but It's a pretty easy done, roll of like, thumb. There was, like, a, like I was, it was with, like, eighth grade. So, like, kids that, like, are starting at the age where they know better. Like, they were, like, the kid had his phone in his pocket. And, like, the one kid was, like, manhandling him, trying to yell at Siri in his pocket. I'm, like, dude, sit down and do your work. And, like, he started yelling back at me saying that, like, I pointed to a different direction where his paper was. He's, like, my stuff's over here. And, like, I was, that was, like, breaking point. I, like, very, I'm, like, hey, 
look at me. Like, that's my favorite thing, like, when I'm young with kids, like, to look at me. Like, kids will try to look away and not make eye contact. I make them look at me. I want them yeah. to feel my presence and know that I am mad at them. Mm-hmm. And just, like, completely shut them down and say, listen, if I never want to hear you raise your voice at me again. And, like, when myself, Mr. H, gets angry, you know things are serious as a substitute teacher world. Yeah. Like, when I get angry, kids are like, oh, no. That was my day Friday. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Or I'll say, I need good listeners today. <laughs> I need good listeners. <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> I, I literally, it's like, I either sound like a daycare person or a preschool teacher. Or a preschool teacher. <laughs> I need good listeners here. Say, I, if you're not listening good, we can't listen to whatever it's called. Blippy. Peppy. <laughs> Blippy! Blippy, sorry. Get it Blippy. right. We can't listen to Mr. Blippy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really happy I caught that quickly on your Spotify. Yeah. Mr. Blippy, Volume 2. Machines. Machines. That's really fun. Yeah. Are you sure you don't listen to that on your own? Uh, no, but it's gotten to the point where I'll just be, like, randomly at home and start humming one of the songs. Like, damn it. No, it got me. It's like a disease. Yeah. That, kids' songs are simple and catchy. It's like pop, but... I mean, I get why Kids Bop was successful. Oh, so my nephews listen to Kids Bop. Oh, Kids Bop. Yeah. So uh, the one of them, the one day, I like had Blippy on. And I was like, all right, that's all the songs. We're going to close it now. And he's like, wait, could you, uh, could you find something else, like kids stuff on it? I was like, I don't know. I don't have as much on here like your parents. I was like, like could you look up Kids Bop and find that? And I just looked at him and said, that's not going to happen. Like. Kids Bop is rough. We've we've gone on rants about how yes. much we dislike Kids Bob. I heard the other day at school when I was in the high school, the one person played like as a joke played this one Kids Bop version of like a Lizzo song. Uh huh. I forget what it was like. It was like one of her more popular ones. Like it was like you could tell by the beat if you've heard the song before, but yeah. like content wise and lyrically, they had the change. It was this, yeah, yeah. It was like, yeah. Lizzo songs are normally pretty explicit, and it was. Yeah. Why would you do it? Like, why would you feel a need to take a Lizzo song and kids vopify it? Money. I guess. It's still, it's just so silly. Yeah. I can't stand it. And it's, uh, I don't know. It's not very well produced. (laughs) It's not. It just feels like it's thrown out as a product. Like, hey, cash cow, just throw this out there. And I don't know if you would have told me my sister who, as I was a kid, would burn CDs called like bus CD or warm up that had like DMX and the most vulgar rap songs I have ever heard. If you told me she would be having her kids listen to kids. Kids Bob. Bob. So I want to put out, like, Rough Riders Anthem or, like, some of the vulgar stuff that I got exposed to through her uh, warm-up CDs and just be like, it's time. <laughs> like, look, Huck's going to soon be uh, six. Like, it's time to grow up. This is something I realize as, like, mid-20s growing up. Like, I really want my kids to have a really good taste in music. Like, yeah. right from the get-go. Like, it's one of those things, like, I know it's going to, like, make them, like... Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Socially, it'll make it a little bit harder for them because, like, they yeah. will not listen to, like, the crappy stuff their friends listen to. But, like, mm-hmm. 
by the time they get to college, they're going to be so cool. Yeah. If you get your kid on, like, a really good music taste early on, man, they will just grow up and, like, have... Yep. Man, they're going to... Rough Riders Anthem. I can't wait. I'm going to be blaring DMX for uh, my one nephew when he turns four. And he'll be like, can we listen to Kids Bop? And I'll just look at him and say, repeat after me. Talk is cheap, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) And then... (laughs) And I don't know. If his mom's mad at me, get over it. Yeah. I just, like, when growing up, we did this thing when I was in elementary school music. I technically get three days of custody with them. (laughs) It's my job. Actually, this Friday, I am... One of the kids Jared watched, her mom works at the school that I sub at, and I'm subbing for her, so maybe I'll I'll leave her... (laughs) I'll tell her about that. I hear Jared's going to start playing some... No. Explicit music in front of your daughter. No, probably not her. Just Huck and Landry. <laughs> just, just the ones I'm related to. Yeah. The ones that I get to be with for the rest of their lives. Well, I mean, she rouses them up, too. <laughs> She's no saint sometimes. Uh, yeah, whatever. <sighs> Interesting. But, yeah, I want my kids to have a really good taste in music. Like, I just... That's something I care about a lot, and, like... It'd be funny with, like, them growing up, like, when I was in elementary school. Like, once per marking period, we would have a day where we got to bring in a CD. And, like, she would, like, put, like, like she put all the CDs in, like, one of those, like... Remember, like, the multi-disc CD players? Yes. Like, like she had, like, one of those. It was a big one. Like, my, she would, like, shuffle them yeah, around my, and play, like, a uh, song my sister had one of those. That's why I thought, uh, not to brag, my Ford Focus had a six CD. That's impressive. Changer. That's impressive. But, uh... Apparently, it couldn't read unmarked CDs, so uh, three of them in there were grinded to a pulp, and <laughs> it was kind of a Russian roulette as far as which real one you put a new CD in. What are going to work? Sing the Sorrow is gone forever. I mean, I have it on my computer, yeah. but physical copy of Sing the Sorrow is gone. And that's a, yeah, that's... Somebody got into my car sophomore year of college and stole all my physical copy CDs, and that's when I stopped having physical copy CDs anymore. Yeah. Like, now if I get them, great, but like I no longer see them out. So, but yeah, like she like it'd be really fun to have my kid go to school and just play like, like this really weird like indie rock thing for like all of his classmates. I'm like, what is this? What is this? Family Force Five? Oh, oh, my kid's gonna be a huge Family Force Five fan. Without like that's gonna be like <laughs> yeah, like our, this is a Steeler household. This is a Family Force Five household. Yeah. Hold up, wait a minute. Put a little love in it. I think I'm my gonna... Kid's gonna wake up to Earthquake every single morning. Yeah. Drama queen I think all the I'm time. I'm gonna make my kid listen to like nature sounds and lead pipes and kid, like confuse him with what he thinks is music. <laughs> what is this? What do you listen to? <laughs> ding ding ding. <laughs> like a very like extracted like like a social experiment. Yes, yeah, like a very extracted like um like house music. Just yeah. like The process noise. I mean, well, only if I have two kids because I need one that's the control. Yes. And be able to, like, yeah. I need that control group. We have to be, you have to, like, really isolate them, like, music-wise. That's going to be, yeah. like, a really... It's going to be tough. Yeah. That's a heck of a... And I hope they're not twins, because they can, like, sense each other yes. together. They have, like, powers. So... Oh, that actually reminds That's an interesting story that someone told me the other day. So, I need to look into this more, and I can get, like, a more updated thing. But apparently there's this documentary out there about this group of triplets... That as a social experiment, like this orphanage split them apart and gave them to other people without telling their like orph like their adopted families yeah, like their triplets, yeah. and like they would like over time like sneakily check in on them like they would like pretend that they're social service or something like have like interviews with this kid just to see like what's going on. So like this went on for like until like the kids were in college, and then 
a random mutual friend of two of like these unknown like brothers. Okay. Saw how much they look alike and introduced the two. All right. And then like they started to piece it together as hey we're probably related and then like some news story came out about it and then the third brother saw and then they got in touch with them so like all the family started meeting up and doing all this and they thought it was really weird how this happened so they went to like confront this orphanage and like it was really like really shady they were like really like resistant to answer questions yeah and yeah. then like they tried to leave but then like the one dad got his jacket and went back and when he, I guess when he walked in the one room that they were having a toast that they got away with it. So, like, like, there's, like, this... I need to, like, listen to more so I can understand about that. Apparently, or, like, allegedly, there's, like, this... There was this really weird, like, psychological social experiment, like, pretending to be an orphanage, like, for years, like, decades. Yeah. Like, watching these, like... It was, like, a Truman show, almost. Like, uh-huh. watching these orphans' lives. And, like... How long ago was this? I'm not sure. I, would, I have to look into it. Because, think... like, the government in the past has done some stuff, like, MK Ultra and yeah. some other stuff where it's, like... I feel like it should have happened after they started, like, making, like, more laws on how you conduct experiments, like, ethics within, like, experimentation. Okay. But I have to, like, look into it more, but it's just, like, now that you, like, when you mentioned twins, it's just something it reminded me of. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm curious, because apparently, I guess it's kind of obvious, but it's, like, if you take two identical twins and, like, separate them at birth and nature and nurture, like, if... I guess that's the whole point of the experiment. Well, and the others raised terribly and shittily. Like you'll actually be able to discern them, like tell differences in them, not just as personality, but also like physically. Yeah. Like there's there's a whole bunch of how not only just the genetics, but like how you're nurtured and raised Mm -hmm. that actually play into your physical anatomy and biology yeah that's like, interesting like, I'm gonna, i'll need to look into it more or maybe like find the documentary but that's just something like somebody told me the other day i'm like yeah. wow that's horrifying yeah <clears throat> we could do a social experiment let's just like get a dog or something and just hit it with a stick every day and see if it likes us <laughs> <laughs> turns out it didn't like us <laughs> it didn't like us it's the strangest thing it's the weirdest thing a dog hates me the evidence matches up with other people that have done this experiment <laughs> Every day, I come up to my dog, and I smack it, now, and I see if it likes me over time. I, it I didn't try using the control group. I used only a stick. I should have used my foot and <laughs> a newspaper. What can I hit my dog with, and it still like me? <laughs> Turns out, a treat. A treat. I can smack it in the head with a treat, and it's okay. We're on good terms, but anything else It's the strangest thing. I beat my dog with a stick for two years. He won't come near me. <laughs> Nature or nurture. <laughs> All right, moving on before. It's not terrible. All right, so speaking uh, of. It's terrible and I'm in yeah. tears. Speaking of terrible things, let's go to BuzzFeed. Yeah. So Speaking of. It's, a, it's about as bad as animal abuse. Yes. So this week's quiz that we're going to do. Eat a bunch of food, and we'll tell you which friend you are in your friend group. Very important. I feel like we need to have all the friends in the table in the basement, basement dweller circle yeah. take this quiz. But All right. Oh, and this came out today. Did it really? It was posted. Oh, my. That's exciting. This morning. It has 210 points, whatever that means. Yeah. All right. So let's start. Choose a breakfast item. We got avocado toast, a full English breakfast that has, like, eggs, beans. We got some, like, Canadian bacon in there and a bunch is of other stuff. Is, yeah. Coffee or bacon and eggs? 
Coffee is not that's okay. Problem with this question. That's coffee, all I have. For coffee breakfast. would be a part of my breakfast, though. I love coffee. Oh, that's all I have for breakfast. Like, I would have a full English breakfast with coffee, but I don't like. Yeah, this is tough. I haven't eaten breakfast in like I don't know how long. I love breakfast. You're missing out, buddy. I do too, but I don't know. I just haven't. So what are you picking? Just coffee, I'm assuming? Just coffee. I think I have to go full English breakfast, because I eat a lot for breakfast. I'm a breakfast guy. All right. Choose a lunch. Sushi, soba noodle salad, grilled cheese, or a burrito? I'll go with the burrito. Yeah, same here. What about burritos? For all me up, I press on something, and it took me somewhere else. What is happening? BuzzFeed, why? Clickbait. All right. Wait, what happened? Uh, There we go. Burrito. Okay. Choose a snack item. So okay. almonds, if those people out there that are your nut eaters, chips, yam fries, call those sweet potato fries, yeah. you pretentious jerk. They're sweet potato fries. Yam fries, no. Or what is that? Charcuterie? Charcuterie. What is charcuterie? Charcuterie. I think it's just like, like the assorted term. cheese and fruits and crackers and stuff. Hmm. All right. So here's unpopular opinion. I don't like chips that much. Like, I'll eat chips yeah. if they're there, but, like, chips are, like, kind of a lame snack food to me. I would have to agree. I... Not a huge chip fan. Especially for how much you eat. You, like, they're not filling, and they're no. really bad for you. They are. That's the problem, with it, though. Like, the amount of, like, calories I'm ingesting for, like, the little filling I'm getting, like, it's not worth it. Like, I'd rather, like, have, like, a bowl of oatmeal that, like, fills me up and also, like, gives the calories to me. Yeah. Like, if I, like... I weigh my diet by calories, really, and, like, why would I want to waste all those calories on something that doesn't make I thought you cool? told me, hey, you, you can't do that. You, calories, you don't have to count them. You and Mike had, like, a full-on intervention with me about You don't – okay, t- there is a difference between what I'm saying and what you're saying. Like, your approach to calorie count is, like, if I go over my calories, I don't eat the next day. What? <laughs> Mine is like I have a rough area that I know I'm going to exercise up to because I'm not trying to really lose weight. Yeah, we're like the same person. No, you skip days of meals because this one time you had a Reese's peanut butter cup in the evening after you had other dessert. That sounds pretty similar. <laughs> so anyways, all right, sweet potato fries. I've had some really good sweet potato fries. I have too. And I've had sweet potato fries that I thought were I've gross. just never have had them as a snack. Not really. Yeah, that's another thing too. I've never had sweet potato fries snack. Like, they have to be really crispy, I think, for me to like them. Yeah. Like, I've had them, like, softer, and they kind of, like, I don't know. It just really wasn't my thing. I don't, this isn't a strong snack category. sweet potato for dinner. There's no Debbie cakes. Yeah. Where are the Debbie <laughs> cakes? cakes? Tasty cakes. Tasty cakes, charcuterie. Like, uh, how, how rich do you think I am that I'm having charcuterie? Yeah, these snack? snack items are very disappointing. Say, I like almonds, but at the same time, almonds are a bland snack, and I very rarely am going to seek out just almonds. Like, yeah. oh, man, I am my tummy's rumbling. I like, want almonds. Almonds Plain were almonds. a snack I had in an office cubicle Yeah, when I had access to nothing else, but I was sitting all day, and I didn't want to feel like a yeah. piece of shit eating yeah. chips. I think I'm going to have to pick yam fry just because I'm thinking in terms of, like, all right, I'm out at a bar with some friends at night. Ooh, I'm a little bit hungry. I'm going to order some fries. Yeah. Like, that's my snack approach, I guess. I guess I'm just going to go almonds because I really don't. The only chips I'll have are, like, tortilla chips. Yeah, like, that's different, though. It's, like, more like nachos for me in that situation. Yeah. I'm, like, very rarely do I, like, seek out chips. Yeah. All right, so choose a dinner. Ramen, spaghetti, burger and fries, or seafood paella? Paella? I, I just thought what seafood. What the fuck is this person naming? You are, this person is... Just not 
your average on the street person. I feel yeah. like this person is just like one of those like young hip millennials in the city who made this quiz. So I think I'm gonna go spaghetti on this one. I'm going like, burger and fries. Bur- okay, so burger and fries are great, and I've had a lot of really good burgers, but I've also had a lot of burgers that are kind of like, yeah. See, spaghetti's one where I really like it homemade, but whenever I go somewhere else, I'm really sketchy about spaghetti. Yeah, I've. I guess I don't have that issue. I just love pasta. I, I love do like pasta. pasta, but... And ramen's really hit or miss. Like, I like just... That's the thing, though. I'm so used to, like... I don't think I've ever had good ramen. I've had, like, at home. Like, You've man, had, like, I'm a broke college Yeah, kid, like, man, I am... I am a single person living by my... Like, I'm a single person living by myself, and I'm eating ramen for dinner. Yeah. Like, that's what the ramen, so... And I don't like seafood. I don't know. I, I've had no, salmon it's... the last year that's been good, but, like, other than that, seafood's not my jam. So spaghetti. Yeah. I, I, like I said, if it's homemade, but I've never ordered spaghetti at like a restaurant. Mm-hmm. All right. And last but not least. Okay. We'll get, uh, we'll say the options and we'll talk about my beef with this question too. So margarita, beer, wine, water. Yeah. So you have broad topic beer, broad thing, wine, water, or very specific universal. Yeah. Like, why didn't you just say, like, mixed drink, beer, wine, water? Cocktail. Yeah, like, cocktail. Like, yeah. why did it have to be margarita? Because, like, that's... Margaritas aren't very good, in my Yeah, like, opinion. I'm never going to seek out a margarita on my own. I'm As someone one. who likes tequila and all those other stuff, I'm really not a big margarita exactly. fan. There's, like... Disappointing. They're not as refreshing as they look. Not really. That's the that's biggest not... disappointment. The salty glass isn't... I don't like that that much. Yeah, the salt... It... It's deceiving... Like, yeah. you think, oh, this is a refreshing drink. and then, Not really. Yeah. I was like, it should have been cocktail, because, like, I would have picked cocktail, because that would have been my thing I would order. But, like, yeah, like beer, like that's, you have, like, craft beer, or, like, your, like your light beer. Like, there's, and, like, wines, too. There's a billion different kinds of wines. Like, why? It's frustrating. Yeah. Are we going dry or sweet wine? Exactly. Because there's that's so many, a big determination. Yeah. I say, I'm more of a sweet wine guy, but I'll have dry, but frustrating yeah why what were you thinking i'm gonna go water just out of protest I'm so mad i'm gonna go wine because i work at a winery now all right then last but not least finally choose a dessert we've got sundaes chocolate chip cookies frozen yogurt or tiramisu there's that one that one question that's always what like the- fucking upper privilege class did this person grow up in? Like, I feel like they were like... Well, I feel like this person's like... Well, no, no, no. I feel like this person probably had all items like this tiramisu, and one of their collaborators came in and was like, you need to think about this. People aren't going to know what you're talking about. Well, I think it's also... F- so we're doing it, there's like specific friends within the friend group, so I feel like it's trying to like give a very like Oh, it's a very like sh- yeah, like very friend. transparent. Like oh, the really classy like friend that likes all the classy things, and then there's the slummers like and us that like the, the Sundays trash. and chocolate chips, yeah, chocolate chip cookies. Honestly, I'm torn between Sunday and chocolate chip cookie. Me too. Not that frozen yogurt's bad. Frozen but is fine, but it's, it's overpriced. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's, it's overpriced. Too much of a trend right yeah, now. Yeah, like. Myself and Nikki went a couple weeks ago to, like, a sweet frog, and, like, I had, like, a gift card with me that I'm like, oh, this is going to, like, buffer it a good bit. But, like, even with the gift card, it, like, it was still, like, eight bucks for, like, the two of us to get, like, a, the smallest dish. Yeah. 
Like, even, like, just, like, it didn't have... Like, I'm sorry, I'm gonna go to the local ice cream shop and get the largest massive thing yeah, for a fourth of that price. For $1.25, I'm gonna get a giant cone of ice cream instead of, like, this frozen yogurt that doesn't taste that much better than ice cream, or really doesn't taste oh, better Oh, and when you put cream. all the toppings on it, there's no way yeah, it's like, better for it. Yeah, like, by itself, it doesn't taste any better than ice cream. I don't know why it's so expensive. It's weirder, but... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know in this situation. Like, chocolate, just... chocolate chip cookies, that's a snack for me. That yeah, be my that's snack a good food. snack. I gotta go Sunday for me. I, think I'm, I don't know, but like I've had tiramisu before and it's I'd good. I never have. But like I almost don't want to pick it just out of like protest to the fact that they want me to be fancy. Like that's the fancy. Like no, I am not the fancy friend. I am sitting here in sweatpants and like socks that are covered in that like smell of sweat from my run earlier. I am not the fancy friend. Yeah. I have a jacket that's had a hole in it for a year and I refuse to replace <laughs> it because I like the jacket. Uh-huh. <sighs> but I'll... I, all right, I'll go... I guess out of our friend group, this one fits me. I will go with the tiramisu, just because I like the sounds of it. I don't think it really... All right, go ahead, Jared. Say your result. All right. So, based on the food choices, I am the artistic friend. Ooh. <laughs> You're the artistic friend. You know the best places to get some coffee. With cute latte art, and all the pants you own probably have multiple paint stains. No, but they're really fucking tight. You enjoy <laughs> learning and expanding your mind. I bet you probably even dabble in photography or music. Ooh, dabble. Dabble. That's interesting. Look, I'll say mine, and then we'll kind of break it down. So, I'm the adventurous one. Ah. You're a go-getter, and you're not afraid to take risks. <laughs> you love to have a good time. That's a, you like having a good time. You like good things. <laughs> you like fun. You don't look like somebody that likes to enjoy things. You look like you like Thanks, fun. Buzzfeed. Whether it's riding the scariest ride at the amusement park or dancing until you drop at the latest hot spot, everybody knows they can count on you to bring the adventure. Now, I can. Oh. No, like nothing like this. Like so nothing like based going for on a the club. comments, I feel i have one that you definitely should have been what's that uh the mom friend so you're the mom friend the whole gang knows that they can count on you to keep them in line and safe on a crazy night out you're reliable and comforting and you always have an amazing recipe up your sleeve yeah that's pretty true that is insane the number of times i've driven you guys from being lost in ocean city yeah (laughs) and in life in general so i yeah i would have taken that one that one's fine but i feel like that would have fit you yeah, like, it's interesting, like, so I heard your um, artsy one, like, I go to church in a coffee shop, and, like, I like good coffee. Yeah. But, like, it's not, I guess... Yeah, I don't... That's almost like the hipster friend, but I guess the artsy, I can see the artsy title, see, too, but, is why they would classify that's, as that's that. that's the thing, I don't, do, like, the coffee and the, I mean, I guess, yeah, I wear skinny pants, well, that's not even on here, but multiple paint stains, so it's like, I'm not... I wouldn't consider myself artistic. It's like I like creative yeah. things, but I guess that's like I was at like a conference this past weekend and like they were like the one workshop I was at was like kind of like talking about like creativity in like a youth group role or like someone that's leading mm-hmm. a youth group and it was like creativity isn't artsy. Creativity uh, yeah. is like being like adaptable and like being proactive and like yeah. using resources you have in creative ways. Like yeah, like creativity isn't artsy. Plus, I mean, if we want to go technically by artistic skills, Tyler would be the artistic friend, and none yeah. of these would describe No, like, Tyler is, like, a really good, like, a artist. good artist, like, good at drawing things, like, yeah. his own style, but, like, no, and he's creative. Not, yeah. 
I guess like I understand, but it's just like the tropes. Do we both agree the adventurous one's definitely Mike? Oh yeah, Mike's the adventurous like, one. Like to Absolutely. a T. Absolutely. Hiking all the time, outdoors. Yeah. Going to clubs, going to parties. In Atlanta. Absolutely. Going to new cities, new Absolutely places. Mike. Yeah. Classic Mike. Like right. that one, if like adventurous, that's why when you were describing it, I was like, man, yeah, that'd that's be it. Yeah, that's Mike. Oh, yeah, I thought the same. That's Mike. Definitely. Like, um, I wish I could, like, we should get, like, an actual breakdown. Like, what are all the possible results of this? But the mom friend definitely fits. Yeah, you. I would, I think, I would agree. Because you did that, that even at Lock Haven. Yeah, I would be just fine with that. I can yeah. take the mom friend, but I got the adventurous one. I don't know. Hey, man. That tiramisu. Maybe you're coming out of your shell finally. Finally. And you don't have uh, our social studies teacher saying, Come bash me down. Yeah. Get back in your shell. I'm not ready for the person you are. Like, wow, Josh, <laughs> you're really coming out of your shell. I'm not sure if it's a good thing. Hey, I just like to cause chaos to work. And, and in her defense, what you some of the stuff you were saying wasn't the best. So That's fine. It was high school me. Yeah. Whatever. At least I wasn't doing math or getting people pregnant. So That is hey, I was just saying some off-color true. things in class. Yes. <laughs> And can you really lunch. be mad by comparison? All the time, really. Uh, teacher would, uh, as they say for teachers, pick your battles. Pick so your battles. no, you can't be exactly. So um, we only have about five-ish minutes left till we get to our hour and a half mark. That's always our goal for us for like a minimum hour and a half. So if I pulled up the long-forgotten random topic generator. Ah, okay. So I just have a series of words. See, we can go on any of these for a couple minutes. So we have here's the words that come up: marionettes. Hunting, vaccines, bats, journalism, railroads, artists, flood. Do any of those spark a couple minute uh, spiel you would like to go on? Can you read them all again? I lost yes. track. Yes, marionettes, hunting, vaccines, journalism, bats, railroads, artists, and flood. Not floods, flood. Just flood. Just flood. Like Halo Flood or Water Flood? Wherever you feel like going with it, Chief. I don't want to go either way. <laughs> well, you have other options. Um, well, hunting, it's kind of that time of year. It is that time of year. Interesting. Archery's going on right now. Yep. Um, a lot of avid deer hunters in this yes, area. this area. A lot of avid deer hunters all over the place. Like, I feel like I met people at school that had a very negative judgment of hunting and it's just like you could tell they came from an area that wasn't backwoods, rural. Yep. Because like in our area, you were kind of an oddball if you didn't yeah. hunt. So something interesting about in this area to like kind of emphasize this point, I probably saw like seventy percent of my friends have a hunting cabin. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere in their family, like lots of my friends have a hunting cabin. You don't? I don't know because. Well, we, I moved to this area, though, so, like, maybe back home we would have what, like, would have been considered yeah. one, but, like, we moved to this area, so, like, we didn't have one anymore. So, like, like you have one, don't you? Like, your family has a hunting cabin. Well, it's not in the family, but like, it's, like, a group. To, though. Yes, yeah. yes. And, like, Luke has one. Mike, I don't hunt, but I go to a hunting Mike cabin. Has, I don't think Mike hunts anymore, but Mike has one. I'm yeah, Mike hunts. I'm fairly confident. Does he? <laughs> Sorry, I don't remember anymore. Freudian we never talk about uh, No, Mike Hunts. <laughs> Sorry, I wanted to say that a little slower. Uh, at least last year, I'm got a deer. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. So like, lots of people have hunting cabins. I used them back in the day, but I stopped. And I don't think this is why I stopped. But I remember the year that my last year hunting, 
mm-hmm. was with my dad, and he got a doe, but it didn't. It wasn't an immediate kill, so like we were there, like kind of following it, and then it like it laid down. And oh it just, boy! It then was you working. gotta wait it out. It, well, that's the thing. We my dad wasn't the patient one. The patient one that day. Oh boy. So he pulled his gun up to, like, finish the shot, and I don't know what he was thinking or where he was aiming, but he shot it right in the lower jaw. <laughs> Not oh, a kill shot. No. Tore the lower jaw. The sound this deer made, like, as it breathed its last breath, like, it was, like, rattling to my soul. Oh. Like, I remember I turned around for a little bit, and, like, I think, I remember thinking, I think I'm done hunting I'm in that done moment. I'm done with this. I don't yeah. think... That's why I stopped. I think it was just more just, like, I didn't want to wake up in the morning. But, like, I remember thinking, I don't think I can hunt anymore. Like, the yeah. sounds that deer made as it died, it was agonizing. Yeah. I'm like, my, my dad felt bad, too. I'm like, Dad, why did it was dying? Or, like, why did you just shoot it in the lung again? Why did you have to shoot it in the head? What are you, eight? That's, like, an eight-year-old response. Shoot, yeah. the, shoot it in the head. Like, why? Oh, my gosh. I forgot all about that until now. Like, it was gruesome. I'm, like, laughing, but it's not a hilarious laugh it's like a shock i I am shocked yeah it was not a fun experience to watch because i remember it because after we did it it was still like a couple more minutes of just really like a wheezing and just like the sound oh my gosh like it's i'm sorry to like just like how vulgar it sounds but like just like an animal trying to breathe without a lower jaw yeah like not like it wasn't born like it just had it ripped off one of the worst sounds yeah up there, but if there's also another terrible sound from animals being injured, there's a YouTube video of some girls doing a makeup video, and in the background, their cat crawls into the lampshade and then somehow, like, gets itself <laughs> into the light bulb, and it starts getting, like, electrocuted, and the sound this cat makes, too. Like, two, like those are the t- two of the top two worst noises I have heard in my lifetime. And this is coming from somebody that spent, like, Oy. professional time hearing, like, the death rattle from a corpse. Yeah. Like, Take note of that. Like, these awful sounds. I forgot about that video. So, yeah, like, like look it up. these girls are just, like, doing a little blog about their sleepover. I was like, <laughs> you just, like, hear, like, this cat, like, wailing in the background. Like, you see it, like, shaking violently. And I think you just, like, hear these girls screaming, no! <laughs> it's really sad. But also, just, yeah. it's, since not being there helps it be funny. Yeah, it does. So, watching on video. So, yeah, check that out. I'll uh, try to find the link for yeah. it. Because after the... I don't know. Sometimes, I guess it depends on the situation to be funny. Like the cowboy pinball. Yeah, that too. That's hilarious. In person, it's like, awful. oh, I can't imagine. In person, things are much scarier than they are in, yeah. But man, from the comfort of my home. Yes. So, some video recommendation. Like, it's, it's terrifying, and it's, it doesn't, it's not a very good feeling noise, but like, just like the shock of it. Like, the yeah. shock, like that shock factor really makes it. I hope it's okay. Makes it laugh worth. Do you think it's dead? The length of time it was being shocked. Yeah, it's a small animal. It is probably like eat, like edible at that point. Like it's like nice. Like, you don't have to like heat it up at all. <laughs> it's like an instant pot. It's the pot. Yeah, that thing is whew, done. Done. Crispy. Just gotta like wipe that hair off, and you got yourself a meal. But yeah. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> so, I'm so sorry. So, yeah. Yep. That. It's not our cat. <laughs> talking about horrible abuse to animals has taken us to that hour and a half. So is there yeah. anything you would like to say before? Any- uh, be kind to your animals. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Support them. But don't shock them. Don't join PETA. Don't join like, PETA. Be, be above be, PETA. Be above PETA. PETA is like the extreme. Uh, let's see. Um, think of it as 
basically the Nazis yes. of the animal world. All right, so as you be above PETA, that sparked an idea in my head. New hashtag. Hashtag above PETA. Hashtag above like, PETA. That's, you post that. Like, you post a picture of your animal and how you take care of your animal, but you don't feel the need to be just, like, an unbearable jerk about yes. it. Yes. I'm above PETA because I'm a good pet owner without being just, like, a person that is, like, awful to others awful to and stand. causes a major inconvenience. Yes. yes. Above PETA. Hashtag above PETA. Hashtag above PETA. Above PETA. I like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Very cool. So, yeah. I guess... That has been Table in the Basement. Check us out on our social media. The Instagram, we'll post some more stuff soon. And, some dad um, jokes. Yeah, Twitter. Yeah, Twitter's still going with some dad jokes and stuff. So check out those. I'm not going to give updates anymore on those unless something unless something really noteworthy happens on Twitter. I'm not going to give yeah. an update about it because I don't feel like just like repeating the dad jokes. So check that out. We have the Instagram doing stuff with pictures. Um, we're talking about, like, I have some ideas for possible YouTube stuff maybe in the future. But I like it. To, I have to flush like that Like some out. short videos. So, yeah, it's just, like, some short videos on some things. Just, like, some... That'd be fun. Some side stuff if you want to, like, keep up with us outside of the podcast. We'll do some, some like, some fun, like, bring back the opinion seer reviewing stuff is yeah. what I was thinking. So, yeah, just keep in touch with us. We'll keep in touch with you. Update you on really cool things. But other than that, yeah, like, rate and review and subscribe and comment and all that fun stuff, too. We get in it touch with us. It helps us out, and, Yeah. Get in touch with us and tell us what you want to talk about. Whether you're real or a scammer, get in touch with us. Yes, get in touch with us and we'll talk about your stuff because that's something we like to do too. So, yeah. Um, Thanks for listening. Have a good whatever it is you happen to be doing at this moment. All right. Bye. I'm an excavator.
Scavenger.